Yeah, now everything we say is, oh, shit. Hot mic, like Biden. That actually isn't even on the list. But you did see that, right? Yeah, I looked quick. I didn't get a real good chance to we, uh, no, it's, into it's not on the list. It's uh, the whole Biden thing. With it. We were getting right into it. I was just going to mention, it was like, well, that was a nice trip down memory lane. Of yeah. Fucking stupid-ass commercials we used to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you missed that one. Yeah, you all missed that one. The Skittles and berries and cream and, and trap doors. And it was Skittles, Starburst, <sighs> and Snickers. Yeah. They probably had, and I'm sorry, but the whole Sour Patch Kids commercials, that was just kind of cheap. You never saw those? First, they're sour. Girl wakes up, she goes, <gasps> she's got pigtails, one's been cut clean off. She goes, <gasps> first, they're sour. And it shows the, the Sour Patch Kid holding the ponytail and a pair of scissors. Then they're sweet. Drops them and puts his arms up for a hug. I'd have punched that fucker right in his face. I think I vaguely remember that. <laughs> there was a ton of them. There was a ton of sour patches. It wasn't like the mid late 2000s. And actually, oh. early. Right through the early, early 2000s. Early, early into the mids, especially. And then they kind of tapered off near the end of the late 2000s. Early, you know, 2000 to 2010. Yeah. I don't really watch the Super Bowl enough now to know what the new commercials are, so I couldn't tell you. No, but I was talking about the whole. Biden thing, which isn't even in my notes, and actually I completely forgot about it until right when I said it, uh, when he uh, was caught on the hot mic saying, uh, what, uh, some who's a Fox reporter, or someone asked them about uh, the state of our inflation, something about, maybe I'll look it up real quick, uh, and... Um, the reporter asked Biden something about the inflation and Biden on a hot mic said it was like, uh, he called him like a stupid ass or something like that or some shit like that. Maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't hear about that one. Cause I thought you were going to reference. He didn't, he say over the mic at one point when, hold on a second. Let me do it. Which like, uh, all right. Yeah. A stupid, yeah, he says Biden caught in a hot mic calling a Fox reporter a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> and what the whole thing. Oh, with no, that- the, the one I was thinking of, I hate to cut you off. The one I was thinking of was when I think it was about when when things started to get better and they started lifting the mandates and stuff like that. The first round, not the second round. When Oh, back in last spring or summer. Yeah. Someone had said something about the inflation of the, of the economy. Hmm. Um, and he goes, well, you know, it's all about, you know, economy. The way, uh, the way it works, see, is, you know, if if you go out and get vaccinated, you can go out and buy. And the point he was trying to make was because people weren't getting vaccinated, people weren't being able to go out and buy stuff. And that's why the economy was as inflated as that it was, was during all the crazy, really shaky. Yes, everything. It's like that's well, the way is like to protect yourself from a hurricane. You got to go out and get yes. That was that, one, that yeah. was during. A, I don't want to get down the vaccine road, but yeah, that was during yeah. all that. No, that, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, no this one was one. just in the last week or so, or he was caught in a hot mic saying like uh, talking about inflation. It's like, wow, you stupid son of a bitch. He's like, oh yeah, inflation would be a great asset. You stupid son of a bitch. What's funny is like a year before that, he roasted Trump for all of Trumpisms when he would attack the press and call him fake news and yeah. you know whatever. And uh, he Biden is on record 
on camera. He's like, if anyone in my cabinet ever disrespects the media like that, you'll be fired on the spot. Fast forward to now, it's like, you stupid bitch. son of a bitch. You're like, so do you quit, resign? What happens now? Like, what do we do? <laughs> I just thought that was a small thing. I, I thought that was funny. Oh, that's fucking funny. Now, uh, right off the bat, which has been huge in the news. Actually, there's been a couple things that has been huge in the news. Uh, at Probably the second big point, more so. But Joe Rogan being attacked again. And on a, <laughs> a, uh, Biden's Surgeon General says Rogan should be censored, because mostly because a lot of the guests he's had on, like Peter McCullough. He had, he yeah. had Dr. Peter McCullough and then Dr. Robert Malone. Um, and all their controversial opinions or studies, or what have you, or published papers on COVID nineteen vaccinations and how kids shouldn't get it, and uh, treatments. There's no treatment methods. There's only preventative measures, and um, but all those are being censored. And then the recent thing with uh, Spotify banning a bunch of his episodes oh yeah and, yeah i did hear about um, that also like uh neil young oh boycotting God. Him. Did, did you hear what they, did you hear what they ended up doing what they pulled off neil young's music yeah because neil young was like hey i'm either gonna like walk you're, you're gonna, gonna ban him or him. i'm gonna walk and they're like and spotify's like have fun thanks well, yeah we so. appreciate your years of dedication to yeah putting your music on our stream service but <laughs> which it speaks a lot it's like neil I was like you were popular 50 years ago <laughs> like oh. you know who are they gonna t- like neil young's r- library has what 100 200 million uh listens or something on spotify oh, yeah i wasn't uh he doesn't have that many songs i mean his yeah he does have he does have a good following sure, of, but of listen of views. I guess you call in comparison, them. every episode of Joe Rogan that comes out has eleven million. Like every episode that comes out, and he's got like over a hundred episodes. Over a hundred, they're what like seventeen hundred and fifty well, no, or sixty something now. I'm just using the numbers for reference. If Neil Young had a hundred million listens, Joe Rogan at a minimum to match a, that he'd have twenty episodes and at, yeah. Ten episodes, yeah. No, if it was just a hundred million, yeah, a hundred, yeah. But yeah, just at eleven million. Let's say for argument's sake, at ten million, ten million views an episode. Yeah, he would only need ten episodes. But just going by that, what do you think Spotify is going to do? <laughs> oh no, you know, <laughs> Neil, you are the voice of a generation that uh, so also believed in. Uh, Shoving hockey sticks up uh, dudes' butts for failing, for losing games. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, you were the voice of a generation. As as of a few days ago, I put that they had uh, they removed more episodes. It brought that number at the time to forty two. But now, just a few hours ago, actually, I was looking. Spotify deleted over a hundred episodes of the uh, JRE podcast. Um, it says uh, Saturday that one hundred and thirteen episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience. Many of the older and recorded before his recent COVID-19 controversy have been yanked. Among the missing of um, are those featuring well-known conservatives, far-right pundits, or conspiracy theorists, including Proud Boys founder Gavin uh, McKines, Michael Malice, Alex Jones. Oh, of course. I knew you were going to say his name. Rich Voss. Um, but this goes even further. 
on this whole thing, which there's been a video circulating around of a compilation of Rogan dropping the N-bomb like a whole bunch of times during his podcast. Or N-bomb or M-bomb? Yeah, N. Oh. Uh, but th- obviously, you know, just that reaction right there, you hear that and be like, oh... Well, no, I'm just curious. As in to what ca- context was it being used? In context, if you listen to it, it's always talking about uh, one. They've talked about how that word is really weird, because if I or you or you or anybody else uses it, well, that's bad. Yeah. But if someone of color uses it, it's fine. Well, and it's used in. It's been an album. Uh, it's been on covers NWO. of albums. It's been. It's been a cover. Yeah. The old group. NWA. It's been niggas on, with attitude. Yeah, it's been on album covers. It's been part of stand-up uh, uh, punchlines and just you know, uh, um, songs. How many? We just watched thousands of songs of Dave Chappelle. You might yeah. even find one or yeah. two. You know, but bringing it up, he's brought it up in that kind of context. Like it's never yeah. been used as a derogatory term, calling someone or anything like that. It's just always in conversation. Yeah, just as the same as anybody else who's been off camera has ever said it. The way I just talked about it, you may actually have to bleep that out this way. This bud, this cast doesn't get pulled. That's probably true. Because I did say the band's full name. Yeah. Which it's if, a but that's band the, name. That's the context it was taken out of. But somebody, and you know this is somebody on a left somewhere going after him. And what they did was take this, all, all these times he said it, compiled it together, and just, it was, that was it. So then you put it out there, and of course it's going to look bad. How would it not? You know? <sighs> How would it not look bad? So th- that is another thing why I think they went through and probably went to some of those episodes and deleted some of those because that's not all conspiracy theories and everything. There's, I think I heard, I, I saw the name Theo Vaughn in one of the articles I was reading. And mm. if you know what Theo Vaughn is, right? Yeah, we've talked about him. So, and he's Us not, in general. I don't he's think not a conspiracy theorist at all. He's just no. like a redneck comedian. Yeah. You know? I'll say, I don't think we've ever discussed him on the podcast. I think we've talked about him in just, Normal conversation. Um, so yeah, uh, they yanked. There's over a hundred episodes now that are taken down. Um, Neil Young boycotts Spotify. He was joined by Crosby, uh, Styles, and Nash. So they're also boycotting mm-hmm. Spotify. They're gonna get pulled. Here's the thing, because a lot of these people are older artists. Right after they announced they're jumping on the bandwagon, they announced that they're reforming their group and coming back together. So tell me that wasn't a fucking oh, grab. Oh, that was such to be a like, grab for publicity. Yeah, yeah like, oh, uh, yeah, we're going to jump on this bandwagon. They're going to virtue signal. And suddenly it's like, by the way. Buy our new album. Yeah, we're going to tour. So I saw that. I'm like, come oh, on. really? Which, like, Sticks is coming to the area soon. You think Sticks, they're going to? Billy Joel, Billy Idol, and Lover, Loverboy. Billy Joel? Billy Idol. Um, Billy you, Idol, Sticks, and Loverboy are coming into the area soon. Do you think Sticks will join? What if they do? That'd be funny. What I'm if, what if be. Green Day joins? <laughs> That'll put you in a predicament. See, but being a big fan, being as much of a fan as I am of Green Day, they've never been. They've always pop pop. I'm just listening to their music. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think they would ever. Even when like a lot of art, like artists of our time, like into the mid to the late 2000s, like from the 90s to the 2000s to the 2010s. You know, a lot of the artists that we listened to were kind of like, hey, Trump, hey, politics, hey, this and that. 
you know, Green Day was one of the few bands that would sit there and be like, uh, fuck establishment. I, we just want to... I think a lot of bands... Rock. Not, not so much like anti-establishment. I just think a lot of bands are like, I got nothing to do with this. Because that's a dangerous, like thing to get into you oh, it's yeah. like oh pick one side or another so no matter what side you claim to be on oh. now you're alienating your fan well, base so you're like uh, one of green day's albums american idiot right was all about the song like, american right? idiot yeah yeah I wanna be an american idiot. one nation controlled by the media yeah and here we are talking about <laughs> information um, hysteria yeah going out to idiot america right and then but See, that song, good example. That song is a ploy to, look, if you buy into the bullshit, you're going to be one of these people that, oh, uh, anti-establishment. No, or, hey, the government's trying to put chips in our brains to control us. Or I trust the government and everything they say. Not yet. But that's what it is. Like Green Day's songs, even their political songs like that, it's like, hey, Wake up, do your own research, and form Girl, an opinion of your own. put a little makeup. Huh? Hmm? What'd you say? Hmm? <laughs> Space shuttle. Yeah. Right after those three announced their uh, comeback tour or whatever they're going to be doing, um, Sir- I saw SiriusXM had a, uh, an announcement they dropped. And the quote, it says, Now seems like a good time to let you know Neil Young Radio is back on SiriusXM after he left Spotify. Yeah. So that's just a poll to get their fans back there. Uh, what are you fact-checking? Oh, I was texting a... Um, I kind of pre... I kind of... Hey, I'm going to be doing a podcast, so if you have any ideas, uh, go ahead throw me some texts. What's see- the idea? Well, one of the people that I'm talking to discussed about... Is it him? Maybe. <laughs> There's no one over there. You seen baby. Are you... What's in that water? What water? Oh, man. The edibles are really kicking in. <laughs> um, and then it flashes the whole, and no one's well, actually here. There was... Uh, well, the one point that they brought up was um, the uh, concept of the government suppressing... Uh, our evolutions as, as humans with technology. I think we've discussed that in a previous podcast about how... What? You know how the, the government... Electric cars. There have been talk for the last 30 years of them having the ability to create electrical motors. Strictly electric. And now all of a sudden with the go green EV concept, electric vehicles, over in California they banned all fuel burning vehicles or whatever it was might have been san francisco or some shit like the point the person that this person brought up was has the government been suppressing our advancement with technology to kind of limit us and keep us in a direction that they can control which actually no we've talked about social media control through the government but now that i put it in that context what do you think about that honestly do you think the government has been withholding technology so that they can keep us down this path of controllability yeah. where we only have 5G phones? Yeah, but that's been readily known for like the last 20-some years, maybe even 30, maybe even longer. That they've, I mean, that's that's just business, that's business a, model. Do you, that's, do you think it's a control ploy, a control tactic? Not for us, but business-wise, yes. That's just money flow. Hmm. Touche. And then the other one that they had talked about was... Uh, the neural chip, the neuro, neuro, 
Neuro Neuralink in the brain from Elon Musk. Yes, right. We discussed that on a previous podcast. Yeah, now. a few times. Yeah, that one. Uh, I don't know much more about that than whatever headlines. And yeah, a few articles that was still kind of um, because, like, right now it's uh, other than application they're talking about a lot of it's speculation. So to sit back and be like, "Oh, it's going to be used for this," could it be? Maybe, you know. Uh, especially, I mean, when we were talking about the metaverse and having things kind of intertwine. Well, oh, no, we haven't discussed that. I just thought about that something. I did remark on something that was just text. Uh, well, like light bulbs. Did you know that the, the original design of the light bulb was intended to almost be able to outlive? It was supposed to be able to hold the human lifespan. Right. Why do the light bulbs we buy off the shelf only last three months now? Money. I there was an article somewhere not that long ago. I actually read it. it wasn't. It didn't have to do with money. There was something else that had to. That was. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was something in passing. I just happened to see, and I can't even remember what it was yeah, now. That's all right. Let's get back on track. Sorry. That's going to drive me nuts, though. So, like later, I'm going to actually look into that. Because I'm laying in bed, I'm going to be like, "What the hell is that light bulb thing?" But I'm not anyway, going to sleep till I know everything. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I send you one page of notes, and by the time the show is around, four, I got four going or five. So, so I'm getting hit. And with that's Grammys. just in like two days worth. Of like, oh yeah, there's this. Oh damn, what about anyway? Yeah. So Sirius XM Radio oh, and Dwayne Johnson now supports Joe Rogan. A year ago, he supported Joe Biden. Well, The Rock is The Rock. He has hit his head a lot of times. He probably mixed up the two. (laughs) Please don't kick my ass, Dwayne Johnson. This could... (laughs) I will rub you down with baby oil before every movie scene if you need me be. And that has nothing to do with political affiliation. That's just his dream. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, you wouldn't? I'll pay you $100,000 a year to come with me to every movie set and rub me down with baby oil. No, because that would be just way too awkward. Way too awkward. I would want eye contact the whole time. I was going to say, what if he stares right in your eyes? But like he owl turns his head and looks at you as... like He does the smoldering look from Jumanji. <laughs> like, oh, I'm done. Uh, I'll keep rubbing. Grows the mustache the- out and everything. Like- it's not going to be with lotion. Uh, <laughs> it's awful sticky. Uh, I know. It's a good protein, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was... Yeah, so he... he the, the Rock. Support Joe Rogan. Good. Good. Dwayne. <laughs> no, but rock. seriously, that's good. A big, powerful. He does, and that is. I mean, a big name. There's like a whole. His. There's a whole list of, like, a massive list, at least from Twitter, a bunch of blue check marks of people that support Joe Rogan, and rightfully so, because honestly, he's the biggest show in all of show business right now. Oh yeah. Huge. The people he gets on there, it's it's incredible. And plus, like I said, 11 million, on average, is about 11 million views per episode he gets. Like, that's incredible. And YouTube banned him. Tim, no, they, well, they're banning episodes. He left YouTube to go to Spotify for this bigger deal. Oh, I thought they kicked him off. No, they, them, like well, Spotify, apparently. because of how much the, money they're going to lose from that. Here's the thing with, um, here's the thing. Well, he still has the JRE clips and everything that he puts yeah. on there. So that still drives people to, um to youtube to watch you know those and they still have the old jre episodes up but um the list that he has supporting them 
shows you right there a couple things. One, I think the free speech and all that is winning. Like they're, it seems like the left is trying desperately right now to just grab at anything they can. I mean, they have this whole, I don't know if it was CNN or whoever that made the compilation of uh, Joe Rogan dropping and, you know, someone, well, I don't think it was CNN, but it was someone on the left um, getting that compilation together just to make them look bad. Who uh, Rogan actually did respond to it. Um, he has a video out. It, first, he responded to the whole. Um, Spotify people boycotting Spotify. He put out a 10 minute video last week or last weekend just addressing that. He'd be like, Listen, I know, I know that people think some of the things that I have uh, are controversial, but I've never been someone to spread misinformation. He goes, All I'm doing, all this podcast has ever been is to bring people on who have different opinions to formulate conversation and then basically leave it up to everybody else to do their own research, come up with their own thing. But I just, to give other people a voice, what, you know, why do you think this way or what have you found? But he goes, I'll try to have somebody of the opposite, like end of the spectrum, come on after immediately after just to have, you know, just to get the conversation going in both directions, which I, I get why he did that. Cause Joe Rogan really wants to be the person to, keep the peace yeah so i understand that but at the same time i you know i watch it as a fan of joe rogan i watch it i'm like there's really no like you you shouldn't have like you don't have to explain yourself dude question uh because you might know a little bit more of the affiliates than i do anderson cooper what news does he broadcast though anderson cooper god i can't even remember because you said that we were talking about cnn and made me think of this clip from the cartoon Paradise PD on Netflix. Please go watch that. Paradise PD on Netflix. Watch this. People are not going to know. Now we can't show that because they're going to do a copyright strike. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> well, there's, that's an old one. Isn't it? There's a part, though, where um, as they're riding down the road, they're driving down the road to get away from the media that's tracking them. Yeah, we better think of do. We better do something quick, Fitz, because Anderson Cooper's going crazy, and it shows Anderson Cooper in like a Gene Simmons outfit, except it's just his chest and his genitals covered, and he's playing the guitar. The flames are shooting off his tongue. <laughs> it's so cool, man. I love that show, Paradise PD, folks. Check it out. What the hell does that have anything to do I just with? Thought, we were talking about news. You're going way off. You're not even on the you're not even on tracks. You're like on a fucking airline. We I'm were, on the train. We were just talking about CNN and it made me think of news broadcasts which <laughs> rainbow, which <laughs> rabbit hold me into Anderson Cooper in Paradise PD. <laughs> That's oh, a good show. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, so he, he made that response to uh the alleg- or the Spotify thing, and then after the the compilation video came out, he just made a response in the last day or two, re- in regards to that, explaining the whole thing. I said it's like it was never like derogatory, or whatever. Yeah, it was just you know everything's taken out. He goes, I never thought anything would be taken out of context, so I didn't really think much about it. He goes, does that make it right to say it? No, but of course he's going to say that, even though I'm an advocate of like how come it's okay for once if like it's binary, it's either everyone can't or everyone can. Yeah. I agree. I'm sorry. Like, if everyone wants to claim we're all human beings for this argument, but then over here, it's like, well, well you can't use it because you're not. Like, here's the problem. Are we all human or are we, are we fucking not? Because if we're not all human, you can say it, then I can't. Then I'm sorry. There is segregation. Well, here's the problem. Like, 
It's fucking binary. Here's why there's still that problem. I know we've talked about it before. Remember that coworker I discussed? The black person? Who, uh, yeah, right. who said the 100% Puerto Rican coworker we have who was right. born in Puerto Rico can't say the You're N-word. white. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Can't say the N-word because he's white. He was born in Puerto Rico. He's 100% Puerto Rican. He's not black. He's white. That's what I mean. Like, it's either... The fact that you have that much of a ignorant definition of color right there. That is why the problem still exists. Right. The Morgan Freeman thing. Stop talking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he's on the video that's circulated so many times, you're like, how come we have Black History Month? And I was like, I don't want it. Do you want a White History Month? He's like, no. And he's like, well, I don't, why would you think I want a Black History Month? He's like, well, how do we make light of, or how do we get rid of racism? Whatever the hell was asked. And he goes, stop, yeah, it. stop talking about it. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop talking about something from for somebody for years on end, then you go back to him. Remember the thing? Fuck, what was it? Uh, You're going to forget about it. Well, granted, I, that's this is on a huge scale we're talking was, about I, now. Real quick for the folks at home, in case you're wondering, he wasn't trying to make that point where if you don't discuss racism, people will forget about it. No one will ever forget about the travesty that was slavery. No one ever will. But the way it's perceived, yes, it's not reported on or taught about. Well, it's taught about educationally, but it's not reported on as an event. It's reported on as an emotional response. Yeah. Much like most of our news. And when you do that, you're not giving people information. You're giving people clickbait. And that pisses people off. So then you create this either tribal or mob or emotional mentality thing. And be like, what the fuck? And like, fuck these guys for doing or saying this thing. Or, yep. or, or that way. Or left, right, up, down. Or whatever it is. Or whatever color. I went off on a tangent, and I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Joe Rogan, explain yourself. No, I, I remember where I was, but... Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's binary. It's either it's, one or the it's other. It's a shame he even had to go to that extent. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are glad he did. Yeah, but I, it's damage having control. watched... But was it really necessary? No. I don't think so. But, again, for the people who... And that's the thing. A lot of people that come down on a show probably never fucking even watch a show. Hell no. I mean, that they we... see that clickbait, and they go off the wall. We that's used it. to say the same thing with Howard Stern when they always used to go after him back in the early 2000s. Like, how many of these people actually fucking watched the Howard Stern show back when he was good? Like, how many... Probably none of them. They had the audio clips of... Um, this is back in 2007 or 8 when Sicko was coming out with Michael Moore. And Michael yeah. Moore was on the show. And I remember they were taking calls in. And Gary Delabonte uh, patched in some calls and was letting them play out. Letting them listen on air. They were letting them listen to it. And there was this, as Gary goes, oh, we're already losing uh, um, fans because Michael Moore was on. And there was recordings. This woman going, I'm just letting you know I'm... Uh, canceling my subscription to Cyrus because of this anti-American you have on it's serious satellite radio so that was probably someone who got like email bl- oh, they were talking like Artie was like there's probably email blasts that were sent out to a bunch of these like base people at that time it was people on the right because like I mentioned many times mm-hmm. before that's when the script was opposite the other way up. yeah and they probably just called into Stern show saying oh we're canceling because of this guy just to get them to panic pull the plug on Michael Moore and the show 
these this uh, people have never probably watched a show and same thing fast I mean, forward I, and now they've probably never seen joe rogan no and they're like oh yeah uh, this is compilation and all this and whatever or maybe don't even saw that they probably just <laughs> like, they heard what the compilation yeah was about. joe rogan what an asshole let's uh let's let him know email him or whatever the heck yeah so going on with joe rogan speaking of cnn uh, CNN claims, quote, no evidence Rogan video color was tampered with. Oh, bogus. <laughs> we got, really? We have one of our past episodes. I That's one thing I did superimpose on it. Cause yeah. That, that was a, yeah, I, I remember I that. wanted to make it very clear what we were talking about and how the two, the, the original video and the CNN one and how the coloration was altered so it looked like he was fucking Frankenstein. He, literally he might have been fucking gray, Frankenstein. He literally had a grayish tint to yeah. his skin. He looked like he was a dying Smurf. <laughs> but yeah, CNN claims, oh, we didn't, uh, there was nothing, we didn't do anything to the video. Well, yeah, they they claim the that's video. how they the got it. Bull, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. So they probably got it from a third party who altered the video. Be like, wow, well, we didn't do anything with it. They probably had, hey, look, can you guys uh, watch this video for us and tell us what you think and then we'll air it yeah but they yeah they didn't, they do, didn't any, do it they didn't do anything to didn't. it of course they didn't. i yeah <laughs> uh, um here's probably the look i didn't do anything to you while you were sleeping hmm? 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 <laughs> <laughs> here's one that'll I probably eventually affect jokes. you the Great Honkening. Oh, the convoys. Uh, uh, which one? Canada, D.C. Uh, Canada, but, yeah, I'll get to that. Um, all the, across the, the fucking world. The Canadian government is now starting to back down. Uh, yeah, because he's in the hiding. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. The Canadian Prime Minister is in quarantine with COVID. He's not hiding. <laughs> all right. Uh, the left in Canada, pro-mandate supporters, are calling them white nationalists and racists. When it is a very extremely mixed racial pool of color and race in this convoy. But yes, you're right. It is nothing but white nationalists and racists. Yeah. Um, there's uh, there's people that are constantly live streaming. They're going through it right now yep. up in Canada. And I've watched them a few times. Like, I've watched a few. On... Um, uh, I don't know if they're on Facebook. It's, it's on TikTok seen, every now and again. I've I seen see TikTok, it. Facebook, YouTube. Is it on YouTube? I've seen a few videos of people posting videos of themselves on YouTube uh, in the convoy. They, I guess the reports are uh, that they're doing it all through the night. Oh, they're, they're around the clock. Well, here's the thing. I guess apparently they're not. It was... It's, hold on. It was during the day, um, but what was it? Um, it might have had don't quote me on this it might have had to do with the safety aspect of it because apparently if I remember correctly there may have been some there was it may have been drawing more attention to areas where this convoy would be going through and it was a safety issue getting these people involved like come on honk the horn truck the uh, so now they're doing it at night, pissing everybody off because they're waking them up throughout the night. <laughs> well, no, what I got is um, 
they're actually a lot of people were reporting that it's like oh they're keeping us awake at night we can't sleep but i apparently that they're not what's come out is be like no they stop honking at 10 p.m because they're like we're not protesting against civilians so we don't want to like disturb them yeah they're protesting against government yeah so they go in there and they start honking whatever time in the morning and throughout the day until 10 then they stop uh they said that um yeah like i said they were uh called nationalists or white nationalists and racist but and if you've seen any of the live streams it's not fucking all white people. They said the racist thing came from, there was, I guess, one guy with a Nazi flag that was walking around there. So, of course, it's going to make him look bad. But I guess he got kicked out by the convoy, the people in the convoy. Yeah. It's like, the fuck? Same thing with, like, the, the January 6th. There was, like, the white nationalists that appeared down there. And the January 6th guys are like, they're not fucking with us. Yeah. Same thing with the people that broke in. There's some of the people that were uh, orchestrating... Uh, getting in there like pre-planning it like that's not fucking us. like that's not with us yeah that's what i guess what it is up in canada and they're like this fucking asshole is not with us and they ended up kicking him out but because that's on there and of course the the other side um the government is going to be like mm-hmm. look there are a bunch of races up here so um the next thing oh after being given so, order mounties oh basically the, i hate to cut you off really quick so basically the protesting was like a VD that because Canada was in front of us, we kind of passed it along to them. Sorry, Canada. You should probably get yourself tested. No, but you know what? They're, uh, <laughs> they're actually doing it the right way, though. I know. They're not breaking into anything. No. They're going there, peacefully protesting, annoying the shit out of them, and be like, this, this is why we're doing this. And there's not a fucking thing they can do about it because they're not actually breaking any laws. Nope. Which I'm like, that's the way you do it. That's the way it's always been done successfully throughout history. Anytime this isn't like 1500 where you just go and ransack a village, be like we we were getting our way. Like it's not the way it is anymore. Yeah, you go in, you you peacefully protest, and it works. Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, Tiananmen Square, yep, which is a huge one. Um, the uh. Unvaxxed tax was taken down after the convoy, yep. so they backed down on that. Mounties are backing down after they were given orders to arrest protesters. Yep. The Mounties said, we're not having part of that, and they just all backed down, a majority of them um, anyway. Because one of the articles I read was they were supposed to, because I, I have been on top of this one, um, they are supposed to arrest any and all parties involved. Drivers and protesters alike. All right. As in, pull them out of the trucks, arrest them. Good luck arresting a workforce of well over ten million in the in the in the country of Canada. Their workforce is, is as big as ours. And their, you, their driving workforce is as big as ours. You know, the point that was brought up on Tim Pool is it's a perfect cover because if you're at the convoy and let's say like Mounties did come up to your truck and be like. Uh, try to arrest you for being in the convoy all you have to do is say listen i'm just trying to drive through this thing and i'm just stuck much like all the other people (laughs) what are they gonna arrest you for being stuck (laughs) i've been stuck in traffic with the truck and trailer and i'm telling you right now it sucks the next thing is the arrangement 
I've heard I maybe there's small pockets, but as far as a big one, I haven't heard anything actually happening yet. But there is an arrangement from a convoy happening in the states. DC, it's supposed yes. to be going from Cali to DC. Yes. My question: Are you going to do it? Uh, so <laughs> you're on you're on uh amateur record <laughs> no no hey pro- pro- professionals whatever you want to call us small time doesn't matter you and your company because you get my fucking support a hundred percent if you do so, and i'm sure uh, uh, millions of other people too here's here's what a lot of people are misunderstanding unfortunately it is not an entire workforce the majority of these protesters... They're independent or... Independent owner-operators. Oh, yeah. That's um, what I figured. And that makes up a huge portion of the drive to workforce. Yeah, for sure. My uncle Unf- was that for a while. Unfortunately, and I say that with all due sincerity, unfortunately, my company has made it a clear standpoint for our sistering terminals in that area. So you guys did bring it up. I figured... They already brought it up. It was it was a point made out of word of mouth. Right. Um, nothing was ever official. Nothing was on record. Yeah. But comments were made like, "Hey, you know, it is a good. It's good. It's good to see the workforce united like that. You know, but unfortunately, we can't have involvement. Right. So you know, if you guys want to talk about it, that's fine. But you really can't be like, "Yeah, I'm going to take the truck and go." Because as a company, are you in union? No, we are no. not union. Um. Unfortunately, I don't know. I don't know anything about unions to say that. Probably a good thing, probably a bad thing. I don't know. I'm in a union now. Um, But um, it's the owner-operators. And I'm telling you right now, (laughs) that's, 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 if you. They have plenty of drivers. If you look at it this way, if you put all of the companies into a human body, we're just the basic organs. Right. The owner-operator force of it portion of it that's your fucking heart right that's your heart you 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 take that out you shoot that down you stab that you try to kill that beast you kill the whole body so when are you gonna drop a few hundred thou and get your own truck and (laughs) i I, uh, it's probably a lot of money to be made there but okay real quick let's do a little bit of this one real fast just for my own fun um an owner operator on paper Yes, a lot of money, a lot of money. I actually have a close friend that lives in one of our neighboring states who is an owner-operator, and this gentleman makes about five grand a week. Right. A week. Oh, I would touch dude's butts for Drive five grand a week. <laughs> there is a cream. I'd touch yeah. the, there is a cream for five grand a week. I'm telling you right now. Commercial has a whole new meaning now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so someone like me, I bring home a good weekly paycheck. Someone like them, they bring home an outstanding, an outstanding, amazing paycheck. Outstandingly amazing paycheck. But you got to think, too. They're paying their own fuel. They're paying Mm -hmm. their own tolls. They're paying their own maintenance. They've got to get a slew of permits. But there's probably a lot of write-offs you have at the end of tax season. Or at least you'd probably do it quarterly then. But Yes and no. Um, so the way it works is from the, so the business standpoint of it, 
a lot of that stuff is business expense, but it's not like a tax write-off. Right. It's like, so like the tools you buy for the truck. Right. Now it's a tax write-off. The permit you buy for the truck, that's not. Right. Because you need that. You need that permit. That's a DOT thing. That's not a personal thing. Right. Like my boots, my gloves, I can use those as tax write-offs. I don't have to have them to work in the truck. I like to have them in the truck. But like the road flares, the road triangles, the placards, if I buy those, the company, actually the company buys them. Right. That's it. Uh, the one thing up in Canada is uh, there were, I don't know if it's government entities, I'm assuming, were calling around, basically getting quotes from tow companies to get tow these trucks out of there. And the tow companies back down because... Wait a minute. I'm a little confused. Hold on. Some uh, of my information may have been a little construed. I will do the details and start digging. I will do the de- the, I will do the detailed digging and get you all the facts on how an owner operator functions. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good luck with that because I don't know about Canada. I know in America, owner operators can carry. Oh. I don't know about Canada. I know as a company driver yeah, myself, Canada's, I can't carry. They have stricter gun laws than we do, but. Um. The uh, oh. yeah, the the tow trucks uh, they basically backed down because probably some of them were like, well, we're truck drivers too, so they're just participating. But I guess from what I gather, a majority of them, the tow companies have contracts with a lot of these trucking businesses and truck mm-hmm. drivers. So now they're put in positions like, do we go in there for the government and tow these guys, or do we? basically sabotage our deals with these companies and take them out and possibly lose my company has dedicated tow services yeah and i'm telling you right now on a country standpoint hell just in the neighboring states all the terminals i've delivered to i've driven to i'm, I'm telling you i i've seen a f- in in just my experience with the one company that i've been with i've seen probably about 500 tr- different trucks. And I say that in the sense of... Business-wise? You mean businesses or company-wise? No, just my company. Oh, you're I've company. seen 500 different oh, trucks. Oh, yeah, I see. I see Within my company. Right. Yeah, so one now like, you company, lose one... And how big are they? We, we're a country. We're around the world. I think we're around the world. We do have... We, <laughs> we're not around the world. We fly. We're different places. We fly. We ship. We boat. But they that's not our name on the airplane. It's not our name on the boat. Right. Our name is on the trucks. Right. Our name moves it. And I mean, we we own sister companies. We have a couple of companies that work for us. Point being is that would be one business. Uh, that would be a contract loss, which is good money. If we cut contracts with... Whoever. Whatever serv- one of the whatever two services we use, they probably go under. You're, you're talking about trucks that get pulled, not every day, but every bill is probably close it's a good to money. Maybe not go under, but it would definitely probably make oh, a big difference hurt. in their pocketbook. Hurt. So yeah, these these businesses, I guess, are um, basically saying, "No, we're not going to do it." Which just again 
makes the convoy look that much yeah, better sure. because they'll be like no we're not so it just makes at the very least makes them look the whole freedom freedom's winning which is good good uh, oh, this whole thing up there i mean all over the world but especially right now in canada i got to spell free without dumb people free dumb <laughs> uh <laughs> that's a terrible joke it, this is making like classic liberals and post-libertarian because now like liberals are pegged as this new woke movement thing. So you have to if you're saying, "Well, I'm liberal," you're saying either, and you do, and you're not like I'm liberal, but I'm not part of this whole woke thing and all yeah. this extreme left thing. It's like, well, I'm classic liberal or I'm post-libertarian, and conservatives are all finding common ground now because of all this mm-hmm. because either they're for freedom, you know, constitutional rights, yeah. or they're just against heavy classic libertarian is very much small government. That's what it's always been. It's about small government involved in decision making. That's why there was, you know, classic liberals are for uh, abortion because it's the government shouldn't have any say in what de- decisions I make or whoever makes for their body. You so pregnant. Yes, was. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so like these these normally uh, two opposing sides, not like horribly, are now finding common ground in this whole bullshit thing going up in Canada, which is interesting. So like I said before, when Biden's like, now this has to do with America, not Canada, but Biden made the comments like, we're going to bring America together. And now he's fucking up so bad and everything else around us fucking up so bad. He's bringing the country together, but not in his favor. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm like, again, Let's like, go what, if, what if that was the whole like ploy? And we're like, if we I need, we need a figure enough. that's hated so much beyond Trump even that everyone's like, yo, this guy's got to go. <laughs> Real quick, did you hear? Because you got me thinking about it with the whole "Are you pregnant? Did you let her know?" Did you hear about that one in the news? A little, not too long, eh, within the last year, mm-hmm. the uh, man that gave birth to a baby so the mother could breastfeed, and the mother breastfeeds. So it was a woman who was transitioning. Woman, man, man, woman thing. It was yeah. Did wasn't wasn't it the one where the 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 <laughs> The mother was trying, trying to remember to which one. Yeah, but they were crying because, like, I, I, the DC, it was born, they were the baby or the couple or whatever is in DC, Washington, DC. And DC's law is, yes, is I, like, I, we can't, we have to pick a gender for the child. And DC, like, Macy, yes, pick, and they can't they just can't leave it. name until, yeah. And they were crying, it's like, I want the baby to choose for, or something along those lines. Is it that couple? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the man, That was probably like six months ago or so. The man was a woman transitioning, gave birth, and the woman was a man who was streaming, trying to breastfeed the child. Just poor kids getting sweat, and like nipple sweat and everything off the fucking, like, that kid, <laughs> that kid is... <laughs> But yes, there was actual video of the woman. There's no way around it. That kid is fucked when he's older. And like, I'm sorry, like if that offends it, I don't fucking care. But that kid's fucked. Yep. Like, not even joking wise. You, you, I mean, if you want to transition to be a different sex, that's fine. But you're you're setting that kid to be completely fucking confused. Oh, that child is straight up fucked. F U K D fucked. Yeah. (laughs) 
he's good. <laughs> Like he's gonna be so he she whatever it is is gonna be whatever so, that child chooses to be so confused when they get older as to gender role sex who they are what they are like oh you can choose uh, you can't let a fourteen year old vote and they can't drive they can't buy alcohol smoke cigarettes but you're gonna let them choose a gender like I don't get that one but even so I oh boy. That poor kid. Yeah. Apparently, our live audience is uh, texting. Uh, you spelled fucked wrong. Yeah, I, I know that was part of the joke. <laughs> I swear to God, this audience is dead to me. D E D dead. It's like both. <laughs> it's like someone watching Beavis and Butthead trying to like. Don't you know you're not supposed to hit a frog with a baseball bat? <laughs> <laughs> Really? As I've already said. Wolf, don't they know that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, GoFundMe. Uh, who's starting the GoFundMe? Uh, Kam- Kamala Harris, right? Is that the one you're talking about? No. All right, apparently you didn't see this one. This was as of yesterday, I think, this one I, I heard. GoFundMe sees his money raised for the truck convoy. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. GoFundMe, GoFundMe seized the money. I oh, guess. yes, I did. That's why they were doing the whole groceries and shit. Um, did you see that one? I don't think so. There's video of up in Canada, the convoy. People are... Oh, I smell coffee. <laughs> Squirrel. People were literally transporting from all around the country. I mean, there's one father who's got the family in the car with him, and he's crying because he's bringing the stuff to him. And he had dropped it off, and he's like, the, the, the support, it's just, it's so, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, Organic? No. Plentiful? Uh, it's so empowering. Right. To see the support that this It is. Of, it's incredible. Watching it, you're like, people, wow. Oh, dude. And the lot, because what they did was they did a line of them, all the supplies. They're br- and just the video I saw, it's like. 70 yards and i'm talking not even just like a few cases of water and a couple bags no i'm talking like 20 20 cases of water stacked up there's like bags of food stacked up it's like three four feet high four five feet wide i'm like can yeah. i have some of those groceries it's incredible i'm a driver you greedy fucker <laughs> oh, dude fuck. i can be like what are you talking about yeah you're a driver but you're not taking part of it you just said it earlier in the show I can't. <laughs> my hands are tied. Yeah, just take your truck. Don't you got a truck or something? I got, we got my pickup. We'll go up there. I saw cars and stuff yeah, up there. there. there go, I'm there a go. truck driver, technically. I got trained on a dump truck earlier this week. Yeah. That's a story in and of itself. Oh, my This God. button does this. That button does that. Call me if you have any problems. And now I'm a truck driver. And the first words out of my mouth were, uh, I hope you didn't go on the road with that. Does it have <laughs> air brakes? No? Ah, you're safe. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no air brakes. So we're all right. You're all good. No, but yeah, so... Uh, uh, GoFundMe seized the funds and I, I guess to be fair they said if, uh, they can get uh, if you donated to um, that cause you can get a refund on your money but if you don't they're se- they seize the funds and they're going to distribute it to charities of their choosing <sighs> <laughs> Way to fuck up again, Canada. No, let's no, go sorry. fund me. Go fund me. I apologize. Which yeah. Previously, way to go fuck and it's, things up. It's there, not uh, Canada. Me. It's their fucking wonderful. Go fuck me is more like it. <laughs> yeah. So 
You think that's what they were trying to say when they created GoFundMe? The r- some, some dude drunk slur. Go <sighs> fuck me. That's a good idea. Good idea, money. I like it, you whore. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I guess the reasoning behind it was the movement has become an occupy and has become violent. So instead of being a protest to just sit in. It's, they're claiming it's becoming Occupy, like there was Occupy Wall Street back in 2008 or nine or mm-hmm. whatever it was, which was a lot much smaller, uh, but it was people coming together being like, listen, that was during the whole bailout yeah, when I we had that. the fucking the economic depression, sort of depression. With Obama. Yeah. And we had these massive bailouts go, and instead of people getting money, they went to these massive businesses which squandered their funds and caused this bailout to begin with. Yep. So that was a huge thing. Came Occupy Wall Street. More recently was Seattle and the riots. Where yep. that that is a fucking Occupy because they just went and ransacked oh, how many? Ev- oh, yeah, and they they were patrolling streets, making stores pay them money to protect them. Mind you, they were the fucking same group that was causing the destruction. So yep. <laughs> that that's like mafia shit right there. That's an Occupy. So GoFundMe classifies Convoy as an Occupy, even though it's just people honking their horns and then stopping evidently at night and then starting back up in the morning just to get a point across. That's the reasoning. Going on further with that, the Facebook, uh, the Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> the Facebook group supporting truckers and basically start, trying to start this thing in the States was taken down and the founder of that group was banned off Facebook completely. So again, this is like more people in positions of power trying to reach to gain control of this whole thing when boiled down, it's just a bunch of us fucking left, right, whatever, centrist, just saying enough is enough and the establishment doesn't like it. So they're just, you know, Joe Rogan's evil. He's racist. Us Occupy things racist. They're white nationalists. If there's no problems they're occupying. at hand, there's no way... There's no, people don't need the control by the government. Right. And they're scrambling to get control. And like I said before, that means this whole thing's working perfectly. Keep peacefully protesting. Yeah. Don't do the mostly peaceful bullshit thing. Like, get up, do whatever you're doing, get out there. You want change, make it happen. Yep. Martin Luther King did it, and apparently Occupy's doing it too. Or not Occupy Wall Street, whatever it is. The convoy. Huh. Who's occupying? <laughs> evidently yeah that's crazy uh going off the convoy thing um the black lives matter money that was raised for them yeah i guess is now unaccounted for of course because um, all that money that was supposed to go to those groups to support their cause all of a sudden after the election the groups went away it's it the i guess the people that were supposed to be in charge of it or nowhere to be found, something to that matter. Let me look here. It says sixty million bank or sixty yeah, sixty million bankroll, um shocking lack of transparency. The um <laughs> web page not available. Look at that. I saved this and now it's not available. <laughs> From what I gather the um the owners, of, or whoever got the money here, they they weren't able to be found, and the address to where, all right, yeah, here we go. 
No one appears to have been in charge at Black Lives Matter for months. The address it lists on tax forms is wrong. Apparently, they went to this address where these tax where, that were on the tax forms, and there's nothing there. Like, nothing exists. The charity's two board members won't say who controls its $60 million bankroll. BLM's shocking lack of transparency surrounding its finances and operations ra- raises major legal and ethical red flags. BLM is supposed to be nonprofit, and they had all this money to do whatever. They get, you know, funding. Uh, again, GoFundMe. That was a big thing in BLM. And, uh, and now the money's just completely unaccounted for. Like a giant ghost ship full of treasure drifting in the night with no captain. Um, yeah. Oh, here we are. The co-founders appointed two activists to serve as the group's senior directors following her resignation in May amid scrutiny over her personal finances. Both quietly announced in September they never took the jobs due to disagreements with BLM. They told the Washington Examiner they don't know who now leads the nation's most influential social, social justice organization. So now the people that they said... We're running the thing are saying, no, we're not running it. We declined it. So basically it looks like they're just being pointed in multiple directions all at the same time. Well, according to this article that I just found, the number originally was at, hold on one second, almost $90 million. 20, 20, almost $22 million of it so far has gone into developing the infrastructure, uh, funding of official and unofficial black BLM chapters, right. um, and black-led or local organizations, et cetera, et cetera. Which is what it should go to. Um, but there's still the $60 million Yeah, $60 million unaccounted for. Unaccounted for. And it's been said, this is way before all this, they, they're... Uh, I don't remember where I heard it, but the guy that runs or whoever runs BLM, he has like a man- nah. mansion worth like five or six million dollars or something like that. Quote, unquote. Hold on a second. This is from APnews.com. Uh, where did I just see that? Hold on one second. Hold on a second. One of our. Oh, hold on. Hold on one second. I just read a... Co- about, the, hold on. This is crazy. I just read something that made me laugh in my head. Um, yeah, so like I was saying, so it, it looks like, at least for the Washington Examiner, they're trying to, as they're searching for all this shit, they're just getting pointed in massive, di- or like multiple directions. Oh, so they go, Quote, unquote, sorry to cut you off. Quote, unquote. Because the BLM movement was larger than life, and it is larger than life, people made very huge assumptions about what our actual finances looked like, Colors said. We were often scraping for money, and this year was the first year where we were resourced in the way we deserve to be. So in 2020, they raised $90 million dollars. And they were because scraping I, to get by, but 2021, they had the money they deserved. 
Yeah, well, no, all that means, that statement right there is they might have been scraping by for all the years prior to that, but when all yeah. these riots in the, uh, I keep wanting to say Rodney King, um, uh, what's his name? The reason this whole thing started. George Floyd? Yeah. When that happened, every business and celebrity was throwing chunks of change at him left and right. So now they have all this money coming in. And for them to go out and say, it's like, well, we're taking the money we deserve or whatever the hell they say. I'm just like super paraphrasing it. Like that's, it's supposed to be nonprofit. You can't just take funds out of your nonprofit organization and steal that. I'm, I'm pretty fucking sure that's well, an offense. From what, that's what, that's why like maybe I'm reading it wrong. Cause I know the BLM movement has been around for the last seven to 10 years. I think. I think you've been around longer than that. It's come to light much more in the last maybe been like um and i get it like you said in the beginning they may have been scraping by but for that colors person to sit there and say in this last year we've finally had the money we deserved when in 2020 they raised 90 million dollars almost yeah so what happened to 2020 i mean what were they doing 2020 scraping by no, they weren't scraping by. That's what I mean. They they might have been scraping by before that, before the George Floyd riots and all that shit. But as soon as George Floyd happened, all these businesses threw cash at him. They got this huge amount of money coming in yeah. because everybody from big businesses and celebrities, like I said, right down to like your neighbor or some shit. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks or whatever the hell. Now they have this huge influx of money coming in. But for them to, Maybe like I, I said, for them to say, well, so, oh, well we deserve this money. All right, you have sixty million dollars that are unaccounted for, and like I said, your tax forms, the, the the address on it. Well, we went there, and there's fucking nothing there. Well, these two people are supposed to be in charge. Okay, so you go there and be like, well, you you two are ahead of finances and supposed to be in charge of this BLM thing. What's going on? It's like we well, didn't fucking take the job. We were offered it whenever the date was, but we didn't take it. So now there's just a bunch of open ends, untied loose ends. Be like, well, where the fuck is all this? Where is everybody? And where's all the money? It's non-profit. What the fuck? How many people live in America? Uh, 320, almost 330 million. I think it's 327, 328 and change. Calculator time. What are you looking for? Maybe like... What, 50, 50 grand a person? $200. No, if there's 300 million people living in America, they could literally write a check to everybody for $200. I want 200 bucks. I want 200 bucks. Yeah. But we're not black, so it's okay. We don't get the money. We don't deserve it. Hmm. In all honesty, I'm going to say that sincerely. If that money, if they wanted to, let's say that, well, here's what we're going to do with the 60 million. We're going to give it in restitutions. Okay, fine. Great. Write a check to every black person, either biracial or full black. Write a check to them. Sure. If that money was raised for the Black Lives Matter. That's for what? That's the whole movement. And so Boom. There you go. That's what you do with the sixty million. You've already spent thirty million developing your infrastructure and your organization, and have given money to create other outlets. If you still have sixty million, let's say there's half that. 
Okay, let's say there's $60 million. Here we go, real quick. Calculator, $60 million. Let's say there's a hundred, out of 300 million Americans, 150 million of them are black. Let's just do that math. I think it's like, what is it, 30 or 25, 27, 33%? Something That's, like that. So, okay. So... Whatever. What, what number we'll you use get? 100 million. Right. 30%. We'll use that. Hold on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. At 100 million black people in America, let's say, divide that 60 million, they would each get a check for 600 bucks. Now, does that give them the restitutions that I'm sure a lot of people feel they deserve? Who knows? There's no number you can put. There's no number you can put on making somebody feel better. Somebody could be, I'm sorry for what happened in history, and they're happy with it. Yeah, sorry. Other people need. I need millions. Exactly. But how much better would, especially all the negative PR that the BLM movement did get, and they did get some negative PR. Some. There was clearly the people that were supporting them that. But there is Joe Schmoe's sitting back watching what was happening, uh, you know, in L.A. and around somewhat around the country, but mostly in Seattle and be like, what the fuck is this? But what I'm saying is, even if it's six hundred dollars per an individual, six hundred dollars, if the BLM movement went and cut that check to across the world country, you mean to tell me? It wouldn't raise a few eyebrows and go, huh, you know what? BLM did have some negative PR, but maybe this might be something I could get involved with now that I see what they're trying to do. You don't even have to be involved with it. You could just see, like, I like I wouldn't get involved was, with it, but I would just see it and wouldn't even do that and be like, all right, well, at least we know where it is now. Moving on. Well, no, I, I think that, I, yes, that would be a great thing to know. That the money that was raised, the problems that came from this, all of this situation. It wouldn't be a second thought at all. But I think for a lot of people, it would give them that assurance that they could see that the movement did have an effect. Yeah, that's what I mean. It wouldn't be like, what the fuck? It would just be no, like, I mean, I don't oh, they're think doing what they're... Move on. No, I, you know what? The Black Lives Matter? Keep it around then. Because now you see what they're about. Now you see what they're willing to do. Now you see where they're going. You may get more people to jump on that bandwagon. I'm not saying they let's recruit a hundred million more members for the Black Lives Matter movement. Whatever. You want to be part of it? Be part of it. You don't want to be part of it? Don't be part of it. But if you know that there's a charity organization or an infrastructure or whatever, some sort of company like UNICEF, Salvation Army, uh uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation, you see the effects of it. It shows that there's progress. And that's good. That's what I think will also help. I think that would genuinely help unify a lot of people. Just seeing progress. Sorry. But then, you know what, I just like looking at this whole thing and thinking back of what Morgan Freeman said. Like the well, you're not really you're the, not well, discussing the, racism anymore. The BLM, well, isn't that Black Lives Matter? Isn't that I mean, we're talking about police brutality, but that oh, that whole thing boils down to racism. And now, going with what Morgan Freeman said, if that was the way we went, then BLM wouldn't even exist. 
It's too many things counter each other. <laughs> yeah. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah, the world's too hard. Can I get a Cliff Notes version of how to live? <laughs> I'd really like to know what to do for the next 20 years. GTA. GTA. Metaverse. <laughs> yeah, it's right around the corner. <laughs> uh, New York State appealing the indoor mask mandates. Possibly. It's being appealed right now. Yeah. In court, I guess it's while it's being appealed, we're obviously still going to have the indoor mass mandates hold up. Uh, every guess, apparently, every two weeks, they're going to revisit it. But the question is, is are they actually going to appeal it? Because I, I'm like, I think they will. This is at work. I had this conversation. I'm like, I think they will, because everyone's like I've said before: teachers, parents, students. People just a majority of people are just over it. Mm. Like I'm done with it. But then it was brought up by my job. Someone was like, "That's a lot of money lost." Oh yeah. Because we were looking at. I was looking at boxes of masks. You know how much those masks? Surgical masks, not N95s. Just a regular certain. You know how much a box costs? No. Eighteen hundred dollars. N95s. Oh, N95s. Yeah. N95s are eighteen hundred dollars. A regular surgical mask. A box of those are nine hundred. I don't mean, like, the one box that they come in. I mean, like, an actual case. Where it's got, like, 30 or 40 boxes in each case. Regardless. $1,800. And a lot of these businesses, schools, and everything else, they have boxes on hand. Boxes. Yeah. Not a box. They have boxes. Now, granted, they probably get funding for it, or at least a write-off later, or credit. Somebody's got to pay that bill to We are. We are. So with that argument, I'm like, that is a lot of money lost. And also, that was, it's a lot of money that would be lost for surgical or whoever manufactures these masks that are pumping them out or are getting paid big money to do it. Like, man, that's a lot I'm of I'm sure it generated a quite a good, work, a, a good size workforce. You I'm know what, sure. You know what sucks? It's interesting is the amount of trash it's generated, all the masks. I mean, how many masks do you see just laying around the parking lots, yeah, streets, like, everywhere? I can count, in my profession, I can count easily 50 masks, and I'm talking 50 fresh masks. You don't week. even have to be in a – you can just drive downtown here. Yeah. Just go down, and you'll see some. You'll, I mean, you'll see a handful of them. There was a number you, – you know how many masks are f- estimated to be floating in the ocean right now? Mm-hmm. And we're all about saving sea life. Take a wild gander. Hundred million. Four billion. Four billion masks. Roughly four billion masks that's made to be floating around in the ocean right now. And mind you, like I said, we're all about saving sea life. And we want to make sure you clip your six packs of soda, the little plastic things, so duckies don't get stuck in them. And make sure you... Do not let your straws end up in the ocean. It uh, ends up in a turtle's nose. Yeah. Cokeheads. <laughs> but masks. My eyes always so wide. But ma- <laughs> hey, he just did a big old fat line of coke. <laughs> but masks don't count. Because like George Carlin said, masks help us. So everything underneath that, fuck them. Jesus. It's all about self-preservation. It's not, so about, wait, it's not about saving the world. It's about... Pres- fuck? Yeah. It's about pre- preserving... Our habitat. Our habitat. Not everything else. 
Jesus Christ. Just self-righteous BS. Four billion masks supposed to be. Four billion. That's fucking insanity, dude. Yeah. So when it, it comes to our health and moreover our health, money, the price of the masks and everything. Well, that's why apparently we could still test things on animals. I always thought in the late 90s that shit was abolished. No. Testing. No, 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 no. You can't put makeup on them, but certain, you can inject viruses into them. Certain types of animal... Te- like, you can't, like, do this evident Fauci thing that he's, like, the maximum How about pain things. Can we test on dolphins? Eh, dolphins don't count. They're fuckers. <laughs> no. no. You know what's really fuckers? We're, Killer whales. They're the ones that kill shit for fun. They're evil sons of bitches. They are the fuck you of God's humor to... The ocean life. No, I think the fuck you is dolphins because they fuck. No. Just for fun. No, killer whales are, like there's videos. No, they fuck up things. <laughs> yeah. They'll bat a sea lion up 50 feet into the air, let it die. And then Don't let it hit away. the ground. And then it'll just swim away. <laughs> you know how just float there dead. This is getting dark and morbid, but you know how kids like play the balloon game where they like, don't let it hit the ground. They yeah. run. I mean, even I do it still with my daughter. It's fun. <laughs> killer whales do that shit. With seals. Seals, yes. Not sea lions. Seals. Yeah, sea lions, if they're massive. That's why he hasn't done any fresh music in a while. He's been getting battered around the ocean by killer whales. That's true. I miss you, seal. Like a kiss from the rose. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only song he's ever put out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Batman 3. Forever, yeah. Yep, Batman Forever. Um, Biden now focuses on ending cancer. Oh, that's messed up. Hold on. What? I, just, uh, I checked uh, 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 um, the live audience was did some research. There's uh, reports. There's medical. There's uh, oceanography reports or whatever they're called of dolphins actually like multiple male dolphins will uh, kind of in an essence kidnap a female dolphin. Like they'll kind of swarm them like. And then they'll all take turns doing things to that female dolphin. Dolphins are whores. Well, it's like the old research study goes. Four out of five people enjoy gang rape. Yeah, and one out of five have herpes. (laughs) That's fucked up. That's fucked up. If that's true about dolphins, dolphins are really fucking bad. They're as bad. They're like the uncle who's a pedophile of the ocean. Well... Who, uh, They're like the Catholic priest of the ocean. Oh, what That's what it is. Was <laughs> it lions? I think lions. I think it's lions. Don't quote me. Will fuck up the young of a female lion of a lioness just to get them to fuck again. I don't think maybe it's not lions. There's an animal that does that. <laughs> They'll fu- it's like just so the animals get back in heat and they can fuck. It's. <laughs> Animals are fucked. We're fucked. We're animals. Whatever. Anyway. It's fucked up. So. <laughs> I'm going to kill your infant so that you're in um, a mood to do it again. I, uh. I, um. Yeah. Anyway. So Biden. <laughs> Biden is on, like, record now of going after. <laughs> apparently. Trying to attack cancer. Oh, man. Because. Can I get on the next fucking point? What? What now? Dolphins will also scare puffer fish to make them inflate, bite them just to get high. I don't give a shit about dolphins. Dolphins are stoners. 
<laughs> yeah, man. That's why they're always... <laughs> Sorry, buying the tax cancer. <laughs> Fucking stoner dolphins. I hate our fans. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, buying a tax cancer? What? Yeah, punched it. Right in the facial. What's this? I haven't heard anything about this. You didn't hear about the dolphin that had cancer and he punched him? <laughs> no. It's so, all that THC treatments he's been trying. That fucking puffer fish. Anyway, so... <laughs> puff up ass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's where the saying came from. We're never going to get on the next No, topic. we're not. <laughs> so, wait. Um, how confused. No, uh, Biden, I guess, this week is talking about going after he basically gave up his war against covid i think that's why a lot of these things are starting to lax there's a lot of countries that are just dropping mandates left and right the whole Good. thing mandates yeah. mass are like oh, fucking yeah let's let, let's get it done over with um so now i mean obviously you can't there's a whole ukraine thing and that fiasco the, the oh, war yeah but yeah, you yeah. also have to have a health war that's like the rule of every administration so covid they're losing horribly and and really I mean, just like the flu and everything else, it's dangerous for a certain group of people. Mm -hmm. But for the majority of people, we're living proof. It, you'll get sick, and then you'll get over it. Yeah. So now he's got to attack something out. So we're going back on cancer. Um, there was something that was brought to my attention, though. I was looking at some articles when I was reading the article about Biden saying there's one thing we can kill is cancer. And I'm like, just that right there, I'm like... Uh, clearly, because, you know, we've only been battling it for how many decades? And it's just that easy. What was brought to my attention, though, was, and this again is from uh, ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. Okay, .gov. So there you go. It's government federally regulated website. Talking about ivermectin. A potential anti-cancer drug derived from an anti-parasitic drug. Wait a minute. Isn't that a dewormer medication? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Says here, again, NIH.gov. .gov. Ivermectin is a microleb antiparasitic drug with 16 membrane ring that is widely used for the treatment of many parasitic diseases such as river blindness, uh, scabies, among, they have a whole list of a bunch here. Yeah. Uh, Nobel Prize winners in psychology, they're talking about the people, um, set a, oh, oh boy, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna completely obliterate this. Let me see the word, real quick. Let's watch the word. Satoshi Amura and William C. Campbell won the 2015 Nobel Prize in uh, physiology or medicine for the discovery of the excellent efficiency of ivermectin against parasitic diseases. Recently, ivermectin has been reported to inhibit the proliferation of several tumor cells by regulating multiple signaling pathways. This suggests that ivermectin may be an anti-cancer drug with great potential. So again, maybe, but here we go. Here we reviewed the related mechanisms by which ivermectin inhibit and develop the development of different cancers and promote programmed cell death. And then they go through, now I'm not going to read through this whole thing because just, I don't know if you can see, and you're not, probably not going to be able to, but it, the fucking article just goes and goes and goes and goes. Jesus. It's massive, but I wanted to read that part. The fact that 
he now goes after this is one of two things now he's saying we're going to attack cancer and ivermectin was immediately brought to my attention i'm like wait what's this and i, I went through i'm like <laughs> either either ahead of the curve either he's his administration is ahead of this curve and be like ivermectin we're going to use it for our good to put it in a positive light or he's fucking stupid <laughs> It's like, didn't you just battle ivermectin and the whole narrative oh, yeah. was, it was horse dewormer. Yep. And now this is here. And this is again, a government, a federal fucking website. Which is it? <laughs> Don't take ivermectin, ivermectin, whatever it is. Yep. To help with the covid symptoms and or virus altogether right but take it to get rid of cancer so his, his statement that he's going after cancer now which again like i said i initially saw that and i'm like so you go after a common cold you can't fuck that up so now we're going to go after this monster that they've worked on for decades like oh, i'll get that all right yeah, good luck with that maybe it's a david and goliath story but i don't know <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Biden fucks up all of his administration until like the last few months, and then all of a sudden, here's a gift of cancer. What if cancer disappears? What if that's their ploy? Boy, we're fucked. We're gonna have to release this cure, otherwise, we're fucked. <laughs> we still have one ace in the hole. Cancer. Damn it! <laughs> it's like, well, that beats my straight. Well played. Well played. Touche. Touche, Biden. And Biden's back in in twenty twenty four. They'll drop it in 2023. It's only like little seeds being planted right now, but 2020, late 2022, early 2023, boom, cure for cancer. Oh, I did it. It was me. That was the pressure. It was really what he was trying to say was, true, I've always had the cure for cancer. I, I'm going to get a t-shirt. It sounds like it, too. Yeah, I'm going to get a t-shirt that says that, whatever it is, however you spell it. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, ivermectin and whatever. Oh. Whoopi Goldberg believes the Holocaust wasn't about race. <laughs> was that a sensual, mm, or uh, my head hurts, mm. That was, uh, I, there's so much blood flowing to my aroused penis right now that I'm getting a headache from lack of. Blood flow and oxygen to my brain. That's weird, Holocaust. And she doubled down. First, and so hold on. Here's what happened. She makes the comment on The View about how it's not about race. And, you know, I watched that video. And to see her, like, try to explain it. Mm-hmm. How it, it's not about race; it's about the inhumanity of uh, towards uh, towards people. People treating each other bad because quote unquote the Jewish people were an inferior race, according to Hitler. They were a dirty race, according to the Nazis and Hitler. It was yeah. uh, it was he a filthy, verbatim said yeah. it because they are an inferior race. They need to be removed. And wasn't the idea for Hitler creating a master race? <laughs> I mean, granted, yes, there were there were blacks, there were gays, and there were other ethnicities during the Holocaust, but and six million of them were Jewish. Dude, no, the number there's numbers out of over eleven million. 
maybe all together all together yeah. jewish people and that was what on what was on record that's not including like the massive burial sites where it was reported that a thousand jewish people were killed at this one camp but when they dug up the graves there was like ten thousand corpses yeah so that number could be easily 20 million so conservatively we'll say six million but either way I mean, fuck it, if it was one million who the fuck cares it's still a million Jews. fucking people well, and then, okay, so then I remember seeing the article where she goes on to say, hey, look, I apologize, I've met no one. I did see that, about her, that the you know, video, yeah. You know, the Holocaust was a travesty, you know, I, I meant no offense by it or whatever. But then she went on Colbert. She went, That I didn't see. She went on Colbert, the Colbert Report, and doubled down. And that's when After believe, her apology? And that's when I believe the remark about, well, it was white on white. It wasn't black on, it wasn't white on black. Yeah, that was another thing too, was white on white. My, now, she again, said that on the Colbert Report. Let's rewind. I believe it was the Colbert. Hold on. Rewind 100 years, and we talked about this on the, the critical race theory thing. Yep. Italians weren't white. Uh, uh, Irish and, wasn't white. Jews weren't white, obviously, back in World War II in the 40s. 30s and 40s. And there's a statement from one of our fucking presidents that, like I've said before, one of our presidents during the whole immigration era said the problem with America wasn't the blacks, wasn't the Asians, wasn't this, wasn't that. It was the Italians. And the only way to make America a better place was to get rid of them before they even set foot off the boat. Right. Never has a race ever been said the problem with this country is this specific race. Get rid of them. Hitler said something similar, but that was about the Jews being an inferior race. Yeah, I did. I did see the thing where she made the thing. This is a white on white thing, and it, that comparison has been made a lot. They're like, well white on white in today's day and age yeah it was white on white because now everyone can like if just group together i mean unless you're filing federal papers like tax returns like yeah. are you caucasian are you italian or whatever whatever it is um we're all lumped together as white Asian which is fine whatever um, i don't give a shit like it doesn't matter to me but back then it clearly all over the board it wasn't like Italian and Irish were not white and white. It was Italian and Irish, and you were a different Spanish, race. Spanish, Italian, Puerto Rican, Irish, Asian, English, you know. I think Dutch, English was really Dutch, the only white. Uh, Russian. It, it wasn't a skin color. It, right. was a na- it was a nationality. Right. That's what you were. I. Uh, what's your whole... I mean, the, the view suspended her for two weeks. What's your whole take on Can't that? Get rid of her. The fact that she's a lot... Okay, Sarah Silverman did a skit on some comedy show. It was sketch comedy. And till today, the minute I saw, I heard about this, my brain instantly went back to it. Sarah Silverman was okay to make the joke on a sketch comedy skit to a black waiter because she's at this restaurant or whatever. It might have been a movie. I'm not 100% sure. She made some bit in some televised broadcast about sitting at the table, a black waiter comes up, or a black man walks by, or something like that, and they're talk she's talking about the Jewish 
the Holocaust, and her and this black character get into the discussion about, well, we had slavery. Uh, yeah, we also, like, 11 million people died. You know, 11 million, or whatever number she gives, died. You know, we know about something. Well, we had hundreds of years of slavery. Right. Yeah. And they look, the whole bit is them going back and forth about who had it worse. It's like here's a stick Sarah, measuring contest. Here's Sarah for, like, Silverman like, like, talking man. about the Holocaust being worse for the Jews than slavery was for the blacks. Right. And that's okay as a, in, a comedic, in a comedic sense. And now with everything going on, Whoopi Goldberg is only suspended for two weeks because she made a comment about the Holocaust not being about race. And then doubling down later and saying it's not racist because it was white on white. No, get rid of her. They fucking bounced Kelly Osborne because she, I remember yeah. she made some comments about abortion or so. I don't remember 100%. Some standpoint she had. Was it Kelly Osborne or was it the, the girl from the Roseanne show? Well, the, Roseanne? No, 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 no. She made off color jokes. The daughter? Oh, I know who you're talking about. She, it wasn't Kelly. I know who you're talking about, though. It, it was one of the. It was Kelly Osborne or her. The daughter, the girl who played the daughter, the brunette daughter. Yeah, yeah. In the uh, in Roseanne. Right. Um, I, there was one of those two characters that made comments on some standpoint in, in regards to something, and boom, they were kicked right off the show. It wasn't even. I, I don't even know what it was about. But it was just comments of an opinion, I believe. But I know, I know, Roseanne. Oh yeah, uh, she Roseanne. she was also the same thing. She got kicked from her own show, yeah, uh, because she made off off color comments. Oh, she made some, it was a racist remark. It really was. But she, she's a fucking comedian. That's what they do. And that's yeah. I don't think they should get rid of her. I do. Uh, I do because to have somebody with that point of a view, that that stern, that committed of a point of view on something as serious as the Holocaust. Sorry. You can't. That's no. You're literally saying it's okay now. By them allowing her to be on the view, she's literally propagating neo-Nazism. Nazism. I I don't and I'll tell you why. You remember Gina Carano? Serrano. From, from Carano. From the Mandalorian, Gina Carano is her name. I've always heard it. Over you can that. double, triple, and quadruple check that one. Gina Carano. I always thought it was Serrano. Um, from the Mandalorian. Yeah. She got booted. She was also in Deadpool one. Right. Angel. She got booted, um, by Disney, for making a comparison of the mandates and people that were pro mandate coming down on the people that were against the mandates, mm-hmm. and how the basically media was portraying people like us who are like i'm not for vaccination mandates and this and that as being dirty and this and that and anti-vaxxer yeah. or whatever and making everyone else look at us like we're inferior or whatever and she compared it to the holocaust to me harmless just making a comparison it's like look they made neighbors back in the 30s of germans and even other jews uh, point out the other people like look at these assholes like come and get them yeah and really extreme comparison but Fair comparison. Disney booted her. Uh, she got banned off different social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I think she's still on Twitter. Um, but the big argument was, well, that was her freedom of speech. 
now you're attacking freedom of speech. You're attacking the First Amendment by her having this idea. You don't like it, and you just kick her off everything, and she gets fired from her job. Fast forward, now we have the Whoopi Goldberg thing. Same thing. She has an opinion, albeit oh. stupid, but she has this opinion, and now, again, this is a binary thing. If you're exactly. going to believe, if you're going to believe in freedom of speech, you either... It's good for everybody or it's good for nobody. Yeah, but in saying that, even though Disney got rid of Gina Carano, Disney owns ABC, and The View is on ABC. So Disney, again, owns them. So this is the same company. It's like, listen, Disney, this, this comes down on Disney. It's like, listen, if you're going to fucking fire Gina Carano for basically roughly making the same kind of comparison using the Holocaust well, no, she and Nazis... Made Whoopi Goldberg made a statement of opinion that she did not believe the Holocaust was about race. Even so, First Amendment. All Gina Carano did was make a comparison to the way people are treating anti-vaxxers, anti-mandates. That's all she did. She but again, didn't say anything about it being about race. In her opinion. Now, I, I completely support Gina Carano and still do. But again, her opinion. But that's just it. You're going to ban Gina Carano from everything, get rid of Whoopi Goldberg. That's what I mean. But again, if you believe in the First Amendment, you have. I do believe in the First Amendment. Then you don't get rid of Whoopi Goldberg. Then they shouldn't have gotten rid of Gina Carano. I agree. They should allow her back. But that's the thing: is if that happens and they keep Whoopi Goldberg, great, First Amendment works. What about Gina? And now everyone's going to look at Disney and be like, "Make a move." Yeah. Because if you're going to pick and choose, that just makes Disney look like shit, like CNN. Yeah. Like Chris Cuomo. Like that whole spiel. Is, that's another thing, the Chris Cuomo thing. But that, that's, I didn't even have notes we'll on that. We'll do another but, podcast and talk about that. Um, but yeah, if you are a First Amendment and you believe in freedom of speech, then you don't get rid of Whoopi. You don't have to like her opinions. But just like with the this Gab uh, uh, Twitter kind of thing, the Gab mm-hmm. app, the Gab whatever website, you can have white nationalists on it. As long as they're not promoting like uh, violence against somebody, yeah. they allow it. Why? Because freedom of speech. You may not like what they say, but it's their right to say it. That, but that's. I'm not saying Whoopi shouldn't be entitled to her opinion. I'm not saying she shouldn't be allowed to state her opinion. Do I support her opinion? I know what you're no. saying. You're going to get rid of Gina, so get rid of Whoopi. Exactly. Right, and I get that. But at the same time, as to me, if you do that, well, now you're still attacking First Amendment right. Because now you're saying, I don't like your opinion, fuck off. But Again, it, it no, should be binary. It should I be agree. like, you're either going to do this or you're not going to do this. Like, what are we doing? And there's, there's let, fucking, the lines are blurred everywhere. Either like, let Whoopi stay and bring Gina back or get rid of Whoopi because you got rid of Gina. Yeah. And that's, but what seems to be happening is they're just, now this is still early. And last I knew, I don't know, maybe it's different now, or maybe by the time this goes out, it'll be different. She was suspended two weeks, which immediately when I heard that, I'm like, oh, so uh, Gina Carano, Whoopi Goldberg, we're going to do this and we're not going to do this. It's the same fucking thing. And especially what really like surprised me is we're under the same umbrella of Disney and we're picking and choosing here. So whatever. Oh... Uh. I just now there's a few smaller things I have at the end of this. Japan looking to put someone on the moon by late 2020 or the late 2020s. We were just talking before. A lot of people have talked about how come we haven't sent anybody to the moon and how long. And now Japan's looking. Like I know, <laughs> son of a bitch. Provolone and because it's got crabs. Swiss. 
provolone. Provolone, I like provolone better. You do. Yeah. And it's got crabs. But you best crabs. You all saw Apollo 17 or 18. 18. 18, sorry. It was a weird thing. It was it, a good movie, actually. It was kind of cool, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, but Japan's looking to put someone on the moon. The whole thing, why, oh, Ukraine and Taiwan, the reason why they're so vital and why America is so interested in keeping. Do you think we're going to go to war? I think if more people understood, now I roughly understand, but just from what I know, why America is so interested in Ukraine and Taiwan and keeping them away from China and Russia. Ukraine, one of the big ones, actually, Ukraine is where we get a lot of our minerals for making microchips Mm -hmm. shit. And it's also where they do a lot of, we've mentioned before, where they do a lot of their crypto mining. Mm -hmm. Um. Taiwan is where they manufacture computer chips for all sorts of shit. A lot of vehicles, especially. Mm -hmm. That's where we get them. We outsource them from Taiwan. Mm -hmm. If China gets Taiwan and or Russia gets Ukraine, our economy is fucked. F-U-K-E-D. We don't source any of our own shit barely anymore that's why when russia started moving on the borders of ukraine we sent over i think it was 1800 troops uh, basically on standby and be like don't fucking make your move i'm sorry but do you so let me ask you something i'll make a quick joke then i'll ask you a serious question have you seen their fucking military training videos we're fucked who Russia? Russia, Ukraine, Taiwan. Here's the question of, I have to that though: is that oh. is that what they're actually doing, or is that like propaganda kind of thing? Like, look how massive and strong we're. Because, like I've said before, Russia's economy is the equivalent of our state. They have a fucking tiny. China, on the other hand, is fucking dangerous. So why Russia is so much like so far in our media? Like these guys are dangerous. Like they have a fucking weak economy, though. Hmm. Like I don't think they have a massive military, but their whole fucking economy is based in their military. If you look at the streets in Russia and like all their shit, it's like they don't prosper like uh, America's supposed to prosper anyway. Now, all jokes aside, do you do you, honestly? If you had to. You want to say you don't know, say you don't know. But if you had to choose yes, no, or I'm not sure, uh, if you had to pick one of those three, do you think we're going to go to war? I think we'd war with China. You know what? Actually, I'll say no. But not... Only because this hypothesis or more of a theory popped up today. And I'm like, that's a good point. It was said... There were, there were, it was podcasts I was listening to. They were talking about China specifically. And they were talking about how like our media and how we kind of mosey up to China and we outsource a lot of our shit from China. Yeah. The comment was made, what if China already won the war and the American people just aren't privy to it yet? Because one, one example is when John Cena's Fast and Furious 58 or whatever the hell one came out. And he made mention of, I think it was Taiwan, and how that was going to be the first country of whatever. Now, China doesn't recognize Taiwan as a country. China recognizes Taiwan as part of China. So, and China's a massive market for movies. Yeah, it is. 
John Cena went back and spoke Mandarin, apologizing to the Chinese people or whatever uh, for making that mistake. Oh, I was in a lot of meetings. and if I'll show you the video before you leave. It's fucking weird watching John Cena speak fluent Mandarin, apologizing for making that uh, comment. Peabody and Sherman, the movie had it right. Mandarin is language of the future. It might be. But that con- the, the offhand comment was made like, well, what if China's already fucking won? I mean, look at the like kind of social Marxism bullshit that's like seeping in through our political atmosphere and everything now. Uh, how many shows have we talked about some of the weird shit that they're doing? Mandates being one. Social credit score that we've talked about being a huge one that they already have over there with uh, vaccine cards. Like if you get this, you have a social credit score, which allows you to get these vehicles and houses. Now this is over there, but you can see the seeds being planted over here. So what if China already did win and they're just trying to like weasel their way and just make us basically a, a commu capitalist country kind of like what they were. They're more communism straight now, but back in the nineties and maybe into the two thousands, they were, capital like what what do they call it capuism or whatever the hell it's like a hybrid of the two uh, and that goes along again with the charles uh, the klaus schwab uh like the 2030 initiative or whatever it's called you will own nothing and you will be happy like which is like what's been said before he's like a fucking bond villain like he looks like it he talks like it he talks about this shit like it I, I don't know. I, so we don't. Would we go to war? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but China, Russia isn't. I don't think it's the fucking problem. Why that's the one that's really focused in the news? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, not without diving deep into it. But Taiwan, uh, China, I think, would be the one if there was ever a I'm, squabble between two nations, and they're a massive power. I'm gonna say. I hope we don't go to war. No, because I don't know if we're geared for it, honestly. No. Not in the state. Maybe country. we are. I don't know. Not honest. I think we're getting close to be. I think we're walking a path that it leads us to the right track, being on the right track. I hope so. I, I don't have no think, idea what path that is. but uh, I think we're kind of blindlessly walking in the dark trying to follow a sound. And we're kind of in the field of scope of where that sound could be coming from. So we're kind of like, here it is. We're doing this in that field of scope. You know what that sound is? <laughs> Fuck, I ran into a door again. And last thing, speaking of China, the Olympics started this week. Yes. In China. How the fuck does <laughs> Yes. No. How do they let that happen? What was that one? Uh, this is, a, wow, what was it? A few months ago or something that one tennis player the chinese tennis player that was outspoken against the chinese government and then she fucking disappeared and then a letter was released apparently by her that said i'm okay things are okay i hope our like country does well in the games and which clearly you read the letter and you're like there's no fucking way this is written by her it's like china is good we are good like i hope my country's okay like the interview with james franklin yeah yeah exactly Exactly. Like, that's fucked. But. <laughs> Do you ever feel like, you know, like a paper bag just blowing in the wind? <laughs> <laughs> the, the part in the movie where James Franco and the guy playing Count Chow Yun Fat are singing Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> 
It's a good movie. Oh, jeez. Whatever. I'd say good night in Mandarin, but I don't know the language yet. Oh, John Cena does. <laughs>